God is so good. Let's give the Lord a praise. <clears throat> praise God. Thank God for his blessings and his mercies. And we want to ask God's blessing upon tonight, Sunday night Bible study. We just want to take our time and look a little bit in the Word of God here. See, this morning we were Colossians and I think we were in um, Psalms and Hebrews and one of those wonderful scriptures, Philippians. The Lord is so the Lord is so good to us. We we appreciate him for for his mercies and for all the kindness and his goodness that he will write his laws in our heart. Uh, and and uh, as we study this morning, we find how wonderful Jesus Christ is, and he took our sins. But we've been all over the Bible, and we, um, in Revelations, we're just all over, and I gave you an assignment. Um, I gave you an assignment to, from Genesis to Revelation on your own time, reading so many chapters. If you read, say, five chapters a day, uh, you would be far in the Bible by the end of the year. See, and then um, not just rush it, but focus and concentrate. And you begin to see the picture of how good God is and and is dealing with man, his forgiveness, his mercies, because he's a loving and he's a forgiving God. See, his mercies uh, is from everlasting to everlasting. You cannot uh, outdo his mercies. And they're new every morning. You get up. See, you collect that. You ask him for his for his mercies. Great is thy faithfulness. He's a faithful and he's a wonderful God. You see, the, the world is in trouble. The, the world that we're living in, and as we know it, is in trouble. Believe it or not, if you don't understand the Bible, you won't know. But um, uh, you look at your television screen, and the government... Um, the governments, whether it's uh, uh, federal, state, local, whatever, government, doesn't have the answer. The schools does not have the answer. See, um, society does not have the answer to the problems because uh, the problems that we were finding out is the enmity that we have in our mind against God. And once you remove that enmity against God, then you will you will uh, be at peace. See, you'll be at peace when the mind of Christ is in your heart. And um, as, you, as you read the Bible, you'll find back I was mentioning about the start of false religion in the world. You go back in as far as Genesis uh, chapter um, 10, but even before that, see, when men begin to multiply upon the earth, and they went in rebellion, the fall, Satan. Um, uh, Satan led the human family astray. When uh, he deceived Eve in the garden, Adam and Eve uh, fell in the garden. And God, uh, God promised them uh, a savior. They were promised a savior. The human family, we were promised a savior. And it's called, it was called the seed of the woman which is Jesus Christ. The seed, Genesis 
3 and 15. Genesis 3 and 15 says the, um, the seed of the, um, of the woman would bruise the, the, the head of the serpent. Yes, he'll put enmity uh, between thee and the woman. Enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. He shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now the head is the governments of Satan. Head, remember the, their, um, their seven heads and ten horns are the heads of Satan and uh, you will bruise his head but uh, 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 he will bruise your heel. Now the heel of Christ was bruised on the cross. Remember how they nailed the and nail him to the cross, the tree, and how he paid the price and he died. But his his heel was bruised. Uh, but in sowing, doing it, he bruised the head, the governmental system, both civil and religious, because Babylon, there are two Babylons. <clears throat> Amen. There are two Babylons. Uh, you find them in Revelations chapter 17. That's the um, religious Babylon. And Revelations 18, that's the civil, uh, um, the civil uh, Babylon, commercial, commercial Babylon. The two Babylons, and they are both to be destroyed at the second advent of Jesus Christ. Uh, Revelation 17 tells you, and we're not going to cover that tonight, but we're just going to uh, highlight and show you that um, this woman that rides the um, that rides a beast, Revelation uh, chapter um, chapter 17, and this when one of the um, uh, verse one said, and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, uh, and talked with me, saying unto me, come hither, and I will show thee the judgment. Notice what the what the judgment when God will judge this great uh, Arlet system. The Bible mentioned there as a great whore, but it's a this harlot, a system that sitteth upon many waters. The waters are people, uh, nations, kingdoms, and she sits there ruling, riding. They support her, they carry her financially, and give their strength to to the beast, uh, with whom the kings of the earth notice governments that that supports her. The kings of the earth have committed. Fornication, this is spiritual uh, fornication, idolatry. Uh, and the um, inhabitants of the earth, notice, have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. See, we, we, um, uh, we, were born, we were born in sin. We were born drunk. See, and it takes the blood. It takes the cross. It takes the preaching of the gospel to sober us up. We were born drunk. You don't know it because you're drunk. See, and you don't know it until Christ come in your heart and reveal himself and you begin to see how dark we were. That he delivers us out of darkness into his marvelous light. You wouldn't know that you were drunk, but we were drunk with the doctrines, with the lies, with the false teachings of the system of the world, of the system of Babylon. You were drunk and you were so drunk that you could not find your way to, to Christ. See, but Jesus Christ came uh, to sober us up 
to, uh, to give us light. And, and the inhabitants of the earth was made drunk, right? With the wine. See, there's a wine. What does wine do in excess? Makes you drunk. And you keep wine of false doctrine, lies. That's what he does. He takes you and he drunk you. When someone pull you off at the side and said, I got something for you. I have a dream. They want to give you a drink. See, they don't understand the things of God. They want to give you a drink of false doctrine. And once you begin to drink that, you're going to be drunk. See, it's a poison in your system. It poisons your spirit. That's why you have to be careful who comes to church and who speak to the saints because their words are poisonous. Do you know that? Are your children uh, running with uh, every other child on the block? They get poisoned. See, because they come under a wrong influence. And so here the same thing goes for a church. So verse 3, so he carried me away in the spirit unto the will, into the wilderness. And I saw a woman uh, sit upon a scarlet colored beast. So it's not the wilderness like going up Mariposa around there. You understand that? Uh, we were in a wilderness to carry out in the wilderness. This, this world is a wilderness. Okay, this world is a wilderness. Right where you are in this city is a wilderness. And God pulls us out of the wilderness, out of darkness. Wilderness, darkness. And when you find a truth, when you find the word of God, you say, praise the Lord. I was in darkness, but now I'm in the light. You get that? He brings us. And But she were, uh, he said, he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. That's a, a revelation, mystery. Uh, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast full of names of what? Blasphemy. Um, having seven heads, see, and ten horns. The seven heads are the government. He shall bruise your head. Remember we had that in Genesis? He shall bruise your head. So here's the seven heads and ten horns that is to be bruised by the Lamb of God, by Jesus Christ and, um, and the saints, the church. That's why I said I gave you power over all the powers of the enemy. Whatever you bind, you've got power to tread on serpent and on scorpion. Do you get that? When the enemy comes in, you have the power to push him back. But you have to use it. You have to rise up and pull your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, uh, you do that by, by, um, by, um, by, by praising the Lord and by um, uh, glorifying God and uh, using the word of God and let the devil know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world okay and this 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 beast had seven heads and ten horns and the woman was arrayed in purple see this, yeah, this is the, the drunken woman and you'll find her also in Thyatira's church uh, she's called over there Jezebel because she was making the servants of God commit fornication she made them drunk and that's what got into the church. See, the early church came out of the upper room uh, uh, a spotless. On the day of Pentecost, came out a spotless bride. The early church started uh, a, a pure church. You remember how uh, Jesus stood in the golden candlestick? And what happened? See, his hair was as white as snow, no spots. His eyes as a flame of fire. And uh, his garment white. And his uh, loins girded with um, a golden girdle of truth. Remember we described that? His feet was like fine brass. Huh? 
and out of his mouth goeth a sharp two-edged sword. That's what they had in the early church. That's the power and that's what came out. Christ was in the early church. But um, but uh, when we, we come to the end, the Laodicean church, Christ is on the outside. See, Christ in Songs of Solomon kept knocking uh, for his beloved to open up. But the door was closed and she had gone to bed, took her shoes off and she would not get up and open the door for, for, for Christ. So he was withdrawn. You know that those lessons there in Songs of Solomon. And uh, she wandered about and she was smitten by the watchmen and all of that confusion that the church went through. And even Israel, Israel uh, goes through the same thing in the church uh, because God's working at the same time with Israel and the church. God, God can do many things. He's working uh, with Israel and he's also working with the, the, the church. So verse 4, the woman was arrayed in purple, scarlet colored and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls and having a golden cup in her hand. Uh, uh, Jeremiah will uh, tell you of this cup that she had. See, golden cup, beautiful, but it's filled with poison. See what's in what are what is inside of the cup? See, poison, uh, the um, the wine of her fornication that makes you drunk, and when you're drunk, you 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 become an enemy of God. You rebel against God. Said golden cup in her hand, full of abomin. Notice what you're drinking: abominations and filthiness. Of her fornication. See. And upon her head. Was a, uh, was a name written. Notice the name. Mystery. Babylon the great. The mother. Of harlots. See she has a name. But as you go in Revelation. You find that Christ also have a name. And I saw the. Uh, okay. Mystery Babylon the great. The mother of harlots. And the abominations. Of the earth. All of the abomination. The corruption. That's why God has to destroy the earth. He has to destroy this world. And rebuild it. Because it's totally corrupt. The old world. Wandered after the beast. All of the world. Has gone astray. And you and I. Are things that you don't understand. It's in rebellion against God. See the world. Love not the world. See. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world. The love of the father. That's Jesus Christ. Jesus is the love of the Father because for God so loved the world is not in him. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. You use the world very lightly. Okay? You, you use it very, very lightly. You don't hold on to it. Uh, like Mrs. Lot. She couldn't let go of Sodom. She had to come out. When the angel says come out, Sodom is going to be destroyed. And the same thing goes as in the days of Lot. So we are living in that time. It's going to be destroyed. This world with all the beauty and the splendor. Uh, it's not God's delight. It's uh, in rebellion against God. And God is not going to uh, uh, establish an eternal kingdom. Upon the system and the governments of this world. But there's a world coming. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. Peter says. That uh, all these things shall be dissolved. The elements. But uh, nevertheless. I think but Andrew spoke of the rudiments. See, the elements, rudiments, and all of these things shall be, um, be uh, destroyed. But nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. So we are looking for the, 
return of Jesus Christ, the establishment of the kingdom of God upon the earth. Because God is gonna um, God is gonna get back what the devil took away. See, God gave that a kingdom, a dominion, a government to man. But man fell. See, because uh, uh, yielding to the temptation of the devil. Uh, and uh, we, uh, uh, our parents fell in the garden. But Jesus Christ came and we have another father. We have another parent now. So back to chapter uh, the verse 5. Yes, verse 6 now says. And I saw the woman. Notice here. She was drunk. Okay, the, the, the world was drunk with the wine of her fornication, right? But she was drunk with what? With the blood of the saints, the martyrdom, all of that. The, the saints that was martyred. And uh, she was drunk. And with the blood of the, the martyrs of Jesus Christ. And um, you, can, you can read uh, right by your Bible, put uh, Matthew 23. So you can read that. I think Jesus says, woe be to the Pharisees. Because of the blood of the prophets. Okay. Then you begin to understand. Put that right there. And on your own time. You can read that. Okay. You, you begin to understand the Bible. It says. And with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ. And when I, um, I saw her. No. When I saw her. I wondered. Uh, what happened? I wondered with great admi ad admiration. Awe. And astonishment of. Of. Uh, uh, the build-up that she has, the support that she has, the deception that was working in her. Mystery Babylon. You hear about Mystery Babylon now? It's a false religious system that uh, that we uh, many of us have been in, in in this or these false system all our lives, and we didn't know it. Nobody told us. We were born in darkness and uh, ignorance, and we don't understand until the light of the knowledge. Of the glory of God that's uh, shining Jesus. The face of Christ. Begin to shine in our hearts. Then we begin to understand. We begin to see right. You begin to understand my my Lord. I was in that system. I was in darkness and I didn't know that. Until what happened. The light. Tonight is a light shining. What do you think this is? It's a light shining. Stuff you've never understood or here before. But here comes a light. Okay. To. Because the, the, the Lord sent Paul to uh, show the Gentiles light. And you've got to have a minister, a pastor, that understand that God touches mind. And he can begin to open your mind by explaining the word of God. If he puts the word of God and get a magazine out, then he can never uh, be used of God to open your eyes. But when he stays in the Bible and begin to break it down and open up the word of God, then your eyes uh, begin to be opened. To God. And you begin to see. Amen. And wherein I was blind. But now I see. Thank God. And when you see. When you see. You cannot be deceived anymore. You see. You're not at the mercy. Of anybody. But if. If you're blind. And another blind person. Come to you. And try to lead you. What happened? If the blind lead the blind. They both fall into what? The ditch. What is the ditch? What is the ditch? You mean a hole out there? No, the ditch is that false religious system. Uh, the, uh, and the, 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 the Bible is very graphic. Uh, in, in Proverbs, speaking about the mount of, of an harlot. See, that's what it said. The, the, the mount of an harlot is a deep ditch. When you get into this, this, this system right here, 
it's a deep ditch. And you get caught in it if you don't have a church that explained to you in these last days. You just go right through uh, life casual and nothing happened. You go to work, come home and you eat and you go to the restaurant. Sometimes you have a vacation. You understand that lifestyle. But you don't even know that uh, that and, and you in, enjoying yourself in the living room while uh, the, the kitchen is on fire. You don't know that. See, because you're not warned of the word of God. See, but uh, uh, in Sodom, they were still having a party when the next day it would be destroyed. They didn't believe. When Lot says, come out, his, his son-in-law, they didn't come out. They laugh at him. And it seems as if one mark. And that's what the world look on when you tell them of the coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues that is to be uh, brought upon the land, the seals, the trumpets, vial that is to be opened up just ahead of us. And what Jesus Christ is coming back and he's going to take over and we never have peace until he sits on the throne of David as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. That's why we have church. That's why you love church. That's why you need church. You need church more than you need anything else. You got to have it. Because the only way uh, that, uh, and not just church, because the church once has light. Okay, it's not a building. The church is not a church unless it has the truth. It has the word of God. And the devil will fight you. Listen, the devil will fight you to take away the truth. The devil don't fight you when you're not getting the truth. He just lets you stay. He'll pull you from the truth and put you in something that's not the truth and make you believe that's the truth. See, but you have to have your eyes open. Amen. Wherein one time you were blind. You couldn't see. But now what the entrance of thy word giveth light. So it goes on back here. It says this verse. Let me go to verse 6 again. It said and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. That's martyrdom. And, and uh, I know a lot of you. But if you know church history. And uh, from the uh, well from the early church. The, uh, uh, just about all of the apostles were martyred. Coming down. Okay, by the system that killed them. Even under the whole covenant, the prophets were slain, drunk with the blood uh, of startup Abel from the days of righteous Abel. Okay, uh, the blood of the saints. The, she was drunk. All of the blood of the saints that was spilled during the dark ages. And you read it. Uh, if you go back to uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs, so many that you'll find that the, the children of God suffered persecution. And Proverbs, I mean, Hebrews said they wandered in dens and caves and what? They were eaten by lions, you know that? Burned and sawn asunder. Uh, that's the blood of the saints. And all of that blood, uh, God has heaped it upon mystery Babylon. She's going to pay. Every, every blood, every drop of the martyr's blood, she's going to pay for it. But she was drunk. Uh, she was drunk, not with the spirit. Of God, but she was drunk with the blood of the saints and uh, and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Now we're dealing with religious Babylon here. Okay, uh, chapter eighteen will deal with um, commercial Babylon. That's <coughs> that's your that's your steak and potato. That's your perfume. That's your clothes. Okay, commercial Babylon. Okay, uh, that's what that's what chapter 18 deals with. Okay, sheep and oxen and all of that uh, perfume odors. Everything is covered. See, 
uh, uh, Babylon controls uh, everything. See, the only thing that Babylon doesn't control is the church. Okay, the church that is free. Okay, not the, not the apostate church, but the church that is free and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Said, and the angel, uh, and the angel uh, uh, said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman. Now we deal mystery Babylon, the mystery of the woman, and of the beast that carried her, which at the seven heads, and how many horns? Ten horns, seven heads. So you go back to the seven heads. Egypt, that was it, the Assyria. Remember we've had those, Babylon, Medes, and Persia, the Persia, Greece, Rome, and uh, pagan the, uh, division of Rome, and so on. Religious Babylon. Uh, seven heads and ten horns. Okay. Uh, uh, she had it. And that's what Jesus Christ is bruising. And it's to bruise and destroy. It's to come to an end. Okay. Remember Daniel saw it. Uh, Daniel saw it. Uh, in uh, Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And he interpreted the stone. But there's a stone. He saw this great beast. Okay. But a stone was hewn out of the mountain. Without hands. And it went against the uh, beast and destroyed it. All of that knowledge and understanding, you need to have it. If you're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not going to put people on the throne that doesn't understand. Because he gives us the word. And we have to make it our duty to love God more than you love the world. You've got to let it burn in your heart. And say, I want God more than I want the world. You've got to let the fire, like Jeremiah said. I have the fire burning in my spirit. Yeah, the church has got to come alive, especially now we're the last generation. We're the closest to the second advent of Jesus Christ. And we need to know this. Amen? We need to understand this. Verse um, what? Uh, verse 8 says that um, uh, the beast, the beast that thou sawest was, notice here, it's a mystery, was, okay, and is not, and shall ascend. Out of the um, bottomless pit, uh, bottomless pit, and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth, they that dwell on the earth, verse uh, eight is it? And they that dwell on the earth, I'm looking for it up there. Shall um, wondered, uh, yes, wondered, whose names were not written in the book of La um, Look, look, see the secret. Whose name was not written in the book of life from the the book of life from when? When was the foundation of the world? When was that? Anybody knows? Would you say six thousand years ago? Would you say a billion years ago? So whatever time it is, your name was written. Okay? How do I know that? Well, here you sit in church. Here you are loving the word of God. Here yeah, you're fighting the good fight of faith, right? See, uh, uh, do, don't you get down on your knees and ask the Lord and thank him for writing your name? Here's, here's another project. Get down on your knees and thank him for writing your name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. You have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. Whose names uh, were not written. Notice the one that's going to be drunk, wondered. The one that's going to follow the beast system. 
is because their names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. But if you find yourself following the Lamb, it's because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And Paul said, let no one take your crown. Don't let nobody rob you, uh, rob you of, of, of it. Whose names were not written in the book of the life, uh, uh, book of life from the foundation of the world. And when they be, behold the beast that was and is not, notice this is a mystery, was, is not, trying to be like God, was and is not the mystery. Do you see the mystery? And is not, and yet is. Was, uh, and is not, and yet he is. It's a mystery. It's been here a long time. This mystery has been working a long time. So you, you and I, we are late comers. And we come into a church and they're clapping their hands and singing and shouting a little bit. But they, most of the, the church don't understand. They sing and testify and thank the Lord for giving them a job and waking them up. But that's as far as it goes. You know, you know that? And if you try to tell them any more than that, they'll fight you. Just go a little bit more than that. Just let them clap their hands and sing and talk after that. Have a cup of tea and get around something. They love you. Don't give them anything else. Do you know that? That's why a lot of preachers don't go very far in the scripture. Because they want to have friends. But you try to take them further on in God. You try to turn them over from glory to glory. Even as by the spirit of God then you have problems. Because they hold on and they don't want to, uh, they don't want to go forward. See, but, uh, but God must touch you. And your name's written. Uh, you ask God, Lord, is my name written in the Lamb's book of life? And he's going to say yes. Amen. He's going to tell you yes, don't he? Amen. Amen. Then the next verse says, and, the, and here is the mind. Here is the mind. Here is the mind which had wisdom. The seven heads or seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. Verse 10. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet. All these are mysteries, and we dealt with some of the fallen kings, right, from Egypt. Uh, the other is not yet come, and when he's come, he must continue for a short, short space. So here we as a church come down into the mystery part of it. And when we should have knowledge and understanding, but because the church has let the world in, Jude tells us that. When I would write of the common salvation, it was needful that I write unto you that you earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Because there are certain men crept in unawares. That means they just come in and nice and blend and nobody knows. Oh, brother. Oh, sister. Oh, wonderful brother. And then, then you show the church that that's not a man of God and the church turn against you. Oh, that's a man of God. No, no. Because of the spirit. Because of what he's doing. Because of what they do. You see, you know them by their fruit. If, you plant, uh, if you're planting bitter, bitter seeds and, and weeds, what do, you, what, what do you say? See, you've got to plant the right spirit in people's heart. You've got to tell them the truth. Well, you, you, you're not a destroyer, but you're a builder. When you go to a church and find that church, that church should be better off when you leave. But when you leave, the... A cloud of doubts and storms is not behind you. You don't leave it all messed up. Do you understand that? Dragging a tale of lies and uh, upset the saints and pull them down. 
and the, uh, uh, the weak saints of wonder. Not the strong ones, but they're always weak saints. And they stumble at, at anything. See, but you gotta have, you gotta have, uh, you gotta have a testimony that when you leave that church, that church is better off. Amen? See, not, not worse off and where you can't go back to that church. But it should be you could, yeah, you could go back and they're glad to see you because you were such a blessing. But instead of that, oh, they are so glad you're gone. They're glad you're not there. They're not, they don't even miss you because you've caused so much, uh, disturbance in the house of God. Amen. We've got it all the time. See, we've got all the time proud spirits, exalted spirit. And it's because there's so much ignorance in church. And, uh, we all, uh, we, we're all teachers, aren't we? And we are all prophets and apostles, aren't we? But it's not true. It's not true. God has to call you. Amen. You're not an apostle or a prophet because you said you are. God must call you. God must call us. Amen. And we must have a knowledge of the word of God. And we must be builders. Laborers together with Christ. Building up the work of God. Amen. And so uh, uh, verse, uh, verse 11 says. Um, and the beast that was. The beast that was and is not. Even he is the eight. And is of the seven. And go into perdition. See verse uh, 12. Verse 12 says. And the ten horns which thou sawest. Are ten kings. Which have received no kingdom. As yet. But receive power. As king. One hour with the beast. And all of these mysteries. Many of them are ahead of us. But most of them is already fulfilled. But there is coming a, 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 an insight. A light. Because the Bible said in Zechariah at evening time, it shall be light. There's going to be a clear knowledge of the word of God where we will not guess. Okay? Uh, and uh, But we will have a proper understanding. Just like how you can look back uh, some of the prophecies that are fulfilled. And know, we know who the seed of the woman is. He was born in a manger. Okay? Isaiah prophesied about him. And he came and he died. And when he died, he destroyed the head. Of the serpent. The devil has received a deadly wound. At the cross of Calvary. Verse um, verse 13 says. These have one mind. Uh, and give. And shall give their power. And strength unto the beast. You know when they have one mind. Okay. The church is supposed to have one mind. But we don't have that unity. But look at the beast. Have one mind. Eh? They have one mind. Verse um, 14 says. These shall make war. Yeah, here's their, here's their mistake. Here's their mistake. You don't have to be discouraged. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, these shall make war. Read. These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb, <laughs> and the lamb shall overcome them. Just right ahead of you. Amen. Read Psalms chapter two. For who is he? He's Lord of Lords. And king of kings. My Lord said unto my Lord. Sit thou at my right hand. Till I make thine enemies. Thy footstool. He is Lord of lords. And king of kings. And Revelation 19 tell you that. We'll get to that. Um, and they that are with him. Notice. Notice the ones that are with him. They that are with him. They are called. Chosen. And faithful. Now. Somebody, a church, has got to work that in your system so you become faithful. You get that? Otherwise, you'll never be faithful. 
you'll never be faithful. You'll take the church for granted. But you have to change all that spirit. And where the church is first. You're not first. Okay? You, you're not a lover of yourself. But you're a lover of the church. Here's what those here's these these shall uh these shall make war with the lamb. Okay? They're gonna make. And then when you get in chapter 19, you'll find that the kings and all them that make war with the lamb are the same coming here. These shall make war with the lamb. For he is Lord, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him, they that are with him, that followed him wherever he goes. Revelation 19, riding on a white horse. You get it? We're getting into that. They that are riding with him on a white horse. That comes out of heaven. I saw the heavens open. Revelations 19.11. And this horse that came out. See. And the multitude that followed him. Much people that followed him. In heaven. That's the coming of Jesus. The second advent. In Revelations 19. And uh, uh, Revelation 19 deal with the marriage of the Lamb. The marriage takes place in heaven. But the marriage supper lasts will take place on the earth and last for about a thousand years. That's how long it will be. The millennium will be a marriage feast. When you see Jesus Christ uh, establishes the kingdom of God on the earth. Amen. And at the end of the thousand years, he hands it over to the Father that God may be all in all. You talk about a shouting time. Huh? You talk about a time of rejoicing. You talk about an overcoming time. Let me tell you something. We may endure for a night. That's the night we're going through right now. Not night like night now. But the period of uh, this your hurt life. It's a night. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. What morning? That the morning of the Lord's day. When he, he breaks the eastern skies. And come back riding on a white horse with multitudes. Amen. And the glory of God upon him. And he comes back with power and great glory. Don't you want to be riding with him? Don't you want to be there? Huh? And he said, These shall make war with the Lamb. And the Lamb shall overcome them. That means he wins. Okay? He wins the victory. He wins the battle. For he is Lord of Lords. And notice, King of Kings. Every knee shall confess. Bow. And confess that he is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay? And they... That are with him are called. Notice your qualification. Called. So you see what you have to work on? It's not just going to church. But you have to be working it. Called. To the, to the marriage supper. Chosen. Right? And faithful. Called. Chosen. But you're not faithful. You gotta have those three. Call, chosen, and faithful. Get that in your mind. Don't take it for granted. You don't want to be left out. Call those that are with him. With who? You under the covenant of the, the covenant, covenant of righteousness, that divine nature. King of kings and lord of lords. They call. Tells you the ones that's going to be with him. Call. Well, I don't want to be alone. Well, maybe don't you ever think that maybe you're a call one? 
Like God's preparing you. Hmm? Your, your, your cousins or your sister or your mother might not be there. So are you going to stop by because they're not going to be there? Hmm? What if they're not in the bride? Are you going to say, well, I'm not going to go. I miss mama. I miss my daddy. I miss my wife. I miss my, you forget until death you part. But I don't want to, you know, I just want to, I love my wife too much. Go ahead and love your wife and your husband and your children and your grandchildren, everybody. But don't let that stop you from the mark of the prize of the high calling. Don't let your children stop you. You can't do it because you got to please your kids. My children want me. They need me. You got to lose that spirit. God needs you. Amen. God needs you. Are you getting something again? I always ask you. And God needs you. Chosen. Notice here. That means he called you out of the world. Called you out of. Chose you. Out of a bunch. See. Like you. You go to the store. Right. To buy a dozen apples. But there's a whole lot of apples. You just pick out. The chosen. You chose them. Right. Twelve. That's what God does. Chose. You look for the best, the reddest, shiniest, the one that looks more sweet. Am I right? You got something in your mind. So you pick them up, chose it. And that's what God does. And God, the Spirit of God knows and knows the heart of all men. And God uh, look over the sons of Jesse. And while Samuel was looking on the outside, surely the anointing of God is before him. God says, no, that's not him. And there was a little boy on the backside of the, the uh, desert out there, minding a few little sheep. And he was the one. He was the one. And God said to Samuel, don't look on the outside. Big, strong, large money coming in. Millions of dollars. Don't look on that. Look on the one who has a heart after God. The inside. Okay? The bride make herself ready. So while everybody is running around, you asking God to take out the darkness out of you. Take the world out of you. You ask Jesus to come inside of you. Ask him to sit on the throne of your heart and be king of kings and lord of lords. You cannot follow him unless he's your king. Unless he's your lord. You bow to him. What do you do to a king? What do you do to a Lord? And you honor him right now in the church age as king. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you get up and you're tired and in the middle of the night. And a voice speaks to you and says, why don't you get down on your knees right now? Well, I'm too tired. I'll do it in the morning. No, you said, oh, my king, if that's you, I'm going to bow before you right now. King of kings. Is he your king? Can you lift your hands and really say, He's my king, and shout glory to God? Is he your king? And they that are with him, notice, they that are with him, everybody's not with him, they're called, chosen, and faithful. A uh, couple more verses, right? Okay, then. And he said unto me, uh, the waters, no, remember I told you the waters are people? There it is. And he said unto me, let's read. The waters which thou sawest, 
where the whole are Ireland sister see that our people multitudes nations and tongue all over covered everything she conquers everything so you have to be delivered from that that's going to take a powerful message from the word of God to deliver you and set you free verse 15 16 says and the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So you know how this false religious system comes to an end. But there's another system in the 18th chapter that's commercial. Okay. That has a different judgment. See, but this one is a ten kings that's upon the horn of the dragon that's going to uh, make war with her. And heat her flesh and burn her with fire. And make her desolate. 17 says. For God had put notice who did it. Who did it? God. Who's building the church? Who's in charge? That's God. God is in. God has the power over mystery Babylon. And commercial Babylon. God has the power over false religion. Over every idol. Everything. And God had put in their hearts. To fulfill his will. What's the will of God? To destroy her. Remember, she's going to be eaten and burned and destroyed. So all of false religion is going to be destroyed. Okay? Just like oh God destroyed Babel. See, Babylon, Babel, Nimrod. Uh, God had put into their heart to fulfill his will. And to agree. And give their kingdoms to the beast. Until uh, the words of God shall be fulfilled. So you write on track. You don't have to get what's going to happen. COVID. And this is going to happen. Uh, America is going to go a wire. This is going to happen. All that. I don't care what comes to America. God is still in charge. I don't care what comes to the world. Jesus is going to be King of Kings. And Lord of Lords. Is he your King? Is he your Lord? Those that are called. My and faithful. And he chose them. They recognize Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I tell you, the church ought to wake up and shout. The church ought to be praising God. Even this church ought to praise God. You ought to shake yourself and acknowledge Him. I stop being carried and babied, but come to where you are a soldier. You're a man of war. You're a child of God. Come on, you ought to wake up. Amen. You ought to get in fire. And get the spirit of God in your life. For God had put it in their hearts. To fulfill his will and to agree. And give their kingdoms to the beast. Until the word of God. Shall be fulfilled. Not one word will be done away with. The last verse. Is that the last verse? Until the word of God is fulfilled. Verse 18. And the woman. The woman which thou sawest. Is that great city. Which reigned it over. The kings. Of the earth. See. And God closed it out. Because there is coming another city. That Abram sought for. The saints sought for. It's a city. My Lord. That's built upon. The word of God. Twelve foundation. And we are seeking for that city. Amen. We're not seeking for this earthly city. The woman 
which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. But she doesn't reign over us. Amen. We've got the victory over her. We are children of the new Jerusalem, which cometh down from God out of heaven. And everybody say, Sister Joni, come and receive the offering for us. Praise God. Praise God. 